Hello, and welcome to InsureTech Briefly, a quick legal review involving innovations in the insurance space. My name is Guinevere Anderson from Clark Hill, and I'm joined today by my colleague, Robert Tomlinson, who's a partner in the firm's insurance practice and co-chair of the firm's emerging technologies practice. Hello, Guinevere. What's our topic today? Well, you and I were recently talking about lead gens and investigations that are going on in various departments of insurance across the country. I know you were caught in some of these investigations on behalf of clients, but can we talk high level about why lead gens have drawn the interest of these regulatory bodies? Sure. Um, Let's go back to the beginning. Uh, Regular listeners of this podcast will remember that Back in the late spring of 2021, Google had mandated that any advertiser um, of health insurance on its website hold a producer license. That's an insurance producer license. I helped dozens of lead gens create agencies um, and get them properly licensed in 50 states in order that they be compliant, not with insurance regulations, but specifically with respect to Google's own uh, mandate. Now, Robert, you said with Google's mandate, not insurance regulations. Are lead gens engaged in licensable activity? Well, they're not. Um, and that's the that's the interesting part of this. Uh, to be clear, lead gens typically um, they do search engine optimization to find customers that are interested in products, in this case, insurance products. Insurance products are a rich field for lead gens because everyone buys insurance, sometimes voluntarily, life, pet, medical, sometimes involuntary, auto, home, workers' comp. The lead gen industry has been around since the early aughts, and it's never been a licensable activity. It's Google that has um, thrust the lead gens into the arms of the insurance regulators. So what happened? Are they engaged in different activity now? No, not at all. Uh, you know, and, and obviously there are some qualifications. There are some lead gens and some that I have set up who have seen the, um, the advantage of being producers and have uh, therefore gone out and got some commission. But by and large, um, you know, Google was, you know, was undoubtedly being bombarded by complaints from consumers complaining about advertisers on their platform, in particular, in connection with the acquisition of health insurance. In response, they rather cleverly devised a scheme by where they, they outsourced the regulation of insurance advertising specifically health insurance, on its own platform to the insurance departments in all 50 states. Just health insurance? Is there something special about health insurance? Um, And will there be a move by Google and other platforms to license advertisers of insurance products? Well, that remains to be seen, that last part. But yes, health insurance is special in many ways. Um, First, it's a huge market, both in terms of the number of insurers and the gross written premium. Second, it's a vital it's a vital product for people's lives. Um, people's lives depend on it. It's not like pet insurance or renter's insurance. And third, a vast majority of the consumers of health insurance um, that are being advertised are elderly, a vulnerable population. And, you know, I'm sure you know, a vulnerable population that votes. So insurance commissioners across the country are typically appointed by the state's governor, and they're very sensitive to elderly consumers, i.e. elderly voters, who are having difficulty with insurance products, as they should be. Um, Will Google move to insist on producers licensing for auto, home, and life? I really don't know. Uh, A lot depends on the market. Today, Google's internet platform is the proverbial 800-pound gorilla. If you want to be successful and be a major lead gen, 
and the insurance products, you have to advertise on Google. That could quickly change. And now with ChatGPT and other innovations, who knows where we'll be, uh, if there'll be a multiplicity of platforms or how SEO market will work even a year from now. Add to that, commissions on auto, home, and life are nowhere near as profitable as, say, Medicare Advantage. And so the cost of creating a licensed agency and keeping it compliant might be a real barrier to entry. Very interesting. So why are these lead gens now as licensed insurance producers in the crosshairs of these regulatory bodies in a way that traditional agencies, carriers, and MGAs are not? Well, it's for a number of reasons. Uh, you know, regulators, as a general rule, they're unfamiliar with lead gen practices. For example, these lead gens, although licensed as producers, continue to sell leads to carriers, agencies, and other producers. They themselves are not acting on these leads, again, as a general rule. And they've been doing this for more than a decade. But now they're coming under the purview of the insurance department across the insurance departments across the country because they're licensed. Prior to 2021, complaints from consumers about, for example, um, their contact information being sold to multiple parties was not a problem that was handled by the insurance department. Additionally, lead gens are now ubiquitous. Almost everyone looking for an insurance product turns to the internet rather than stopping by a local insurance agency down the block or a local strip mall. Over the next few years, mostly through litigation, insurance departments and other regulatory bodies will become more familiar with lead gen practices. I know this firsthand. And they'll ultimately see the value that the lead gens are providing. And perhaps lead gens will also change their practices to accommodate some of these regulatory bodies. Thank you, Robert. That's very interesting. Uh, we look forward to following up on how this friction between insurance departments and lead gens works out over the next few years. Yep, it'll be interesting. Clark Hill is playing a major role in trying to successfully integrate lead gens into the value chain of delivering insurance products to U.S. consumers. And we will get back to you and our listeners on uh, any progress. podcast is intended for general education and informational purposes only and should not be regarded as either legal advice or a legal opinion. You should not act upon or use this publication or any of its contents for any specific situation. Recipients are cautioned to obtain legal advice from their legal counsel with respect to any decision or course of action contemplated in a specific situation. Clark Hill PLC and its attorneys provide legal advice only after establishing an attorney-client relationship through a written attorney-client engagement agreement. This recording does not establish an attorney-client relationship with any recipient.